Hello, friends. Welcome to the Live to Finish Well podcast, where we won't be perfect, but we will be authentic as we encourage you to keep the faith as you run your race. We are your hosts, Vanessa Ball and Haven Hall. Welcome to our first official episode of the Live to Finish Well podcast. We are so thankful that you have tuned in today. We pray that you are encouraged as we just share our journey that led us to, you know, starting this podcast and the name behind it and a few other details. So mom, you were the first one to initially think of, you know, starting this podcast. So tell us a little more about that. Okay, sure. Yes, that thought began more than a year ago. At the end of 2019, we were in the middle of planning your wedding. So there were tons of decisions that we were in the middle of making. We were spending a lot of time together, a lot of thoughts, emotions, just a busy season of life. Mm-hmm. And and I really thought it would be cool to document that somehow, like if it was through a mother-daughter blog, a podcast, something for us to be able to share and you know, document that for us to look back on, but also just to give to other moms and daughters that were in the middle of that season of life. I mentioned that to you one day, and I do remember your response. It was just quiet, nothing. You didn't say anything. So well, that... I was also <laughs> in the middle of planning a wedding, so yes. it just wasn't the right timing. My plate was full. Yes, so. and you were in the middle of school, and yeah. I know I'm the world's worst about piling on more on top of your plate or on my plate when it's already full. Well, you're getting better and better. Oh, good. (laughs) I'm glad to know that you've seen that as I've gotten older, that uh, that it does get better. So yeah, so the timing wasn't right. And we continued on with the wedding plans and then the wedding. And honestly, you know, if I thought about it, I just dismissed it because I thought you're not interested. And then, um, you know, after you got married, we would be together in conversation sometimes. That thought, again, about a podcaster doing something with you would occasionally pop back up. I would question, God, is this from you or is this just something that I'm thinking of? And so for a short time, I would dream about what that would look like and then dismiss it and go on. So what about you? When did you first have that thought? Yeah, so like you said, we were wedding planning in really, I mean, the end of 2019 and then the first of 2020. And then March, I got married. Um, So then I guess when I got back from my honeymoon, obviously, I moved out of the house. So we had to become more intentional with that time that we spent together. Some of you guys may have followed along with us, but the second Tuesday of each month, we drive somewhere new. It has to be at least three hours away. Yes, um, three hours or less. Yeah, three yes. hours or less. Um, mm-hmm. So we've we've kept that up. We'll either go to coffee shops. We always go to coffee shops. Yes, yes, um, that's a must yes. on the list. Or we'll go hiking. We went shopping. So we found some really cool towns. Yeah, we have. So, so we've kept that up, and we enjoy doing that. Just spending that time together as mother and daughter. Fast forward to around October, we were on our way to I think maybe North Carolina or. Georgia, maybe. I'm not sure exactly where. Um, But we actually, I don't know how it even got brought up, but I mentioned something about, you know, starting a podcast. I didn't know exactly what that looked like, but I was like, hey, mom, what do you think about this idea? And your response yeah, well, was... Well, my first initial thought and mom... Or maybe what were you thinking? Well, yeah. <laughs> so my first initial thought was, sure, I've already mentioned that and it wasn't a good idea then, but now that you've come up with it, it's a great <laughs> idea. So moms out there will totally get what I'm talking about there. But yeah. but no, that I might have thought that for a second. But honestly, I was just excited because as many times as I had thought about and questioned God, if those were his or my plans, I felt at that moment, I finally had my answer. 
It was definitely one of those only God moments, like only God could have made that desire take root in both of us 10 months later. And, you know, as we began finalizing the details of the podcast the past couple of months, God has really reminded me once again of his perfect timing. I believe he plants those seeds in us. You know, we can put that into action. Something's really going to come out of it. Mm -hmm. And so even as it has become more a reality, and especially now that it is a reality, God's just used that to remind me that, you know, and I hope this encourages you that are listening, he can give us thoughts, you know, or give us something that that we really feel strongly that he's calling us to do but yet there's no action like he can be quiet on that on that particular subject whatever it is that he's told you he can be quiet it's just a thought and then all of a sudden he says nothing about it um now he may not say you know like with this it was i had this thought of okay he you know this podcast well, just that thought made me start thinking of all the things that it, the way it was going to look. Mm-hmm. So then whenever you were quiet and you didn't want to do it, then I had that disappointment of, but God, I thought this was... This is what you called me. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was part of your plan. And um, anyway, so that that was kind of discouraging. And then, you know, every time that I would think about it, it would still be like, God, were you, was that your thought? Was it something that I just came up with? What was it? So, you know, during that time, he was quiet. But then when you said it, it was just like, okay, it's all in God's timing. So it's just been a reminder mm-hmm. of, you know, he may give us a thought and then there'll be nothing like we don't see anything come out of it. Mm-hmm. But until, oftentimes I think he is preparing us, yes, you know, whether we know yeah, it or not. Yeah, it's all in his timing and yeah. not ours. So just that waiting and him preparing and right. and it's definitely a better time. So we're yeah, not in the middle of yeah, a wedding. Sure. So, so uh, anyway. I guess that happened in October and then we, you know, kind of just came up with the game plan and then January and February we the end of January I guess we bought the equipment and then yes so we just went for it stepped out in faith and that kind of goes along with the whole name live to finish well yeah so live is short for Livy um and that was my aunt that passed away actually in 2011 um and she was just the sweetest person that I've ever met just so full of joy um and so we think this phrase um, just really describes her and how she lived her life and how she finished. She yes. did finish well. Yes, she definitely did. And not that, and we'll get into that a little bit more in a few minutes, but she didn't, you know, it wasn't that she finished life perfectly, that everything was done exactly right for her to finish her life well. But what she did do is, you know, there were a lot of things that she had to overcome in her health, but you would have never known that because I believe her faith and trust and love for Christ was more than her circumstances. And you just saw that displayed so well when she walked in the room, you know, just the joy, the smile, you know, she was just full of laughter and loved life in the midst of all the things that she was, all the things that she was suffering with. Um, She still loved life and loved people. And I think, you know, the way that she was able to do that is because of her trust and faith in Christ, which in turn is what, you know, I look back and see she's such a good example of someone that finished life well. And there's actually a verse in Hebrews that goes along with um, the phrase live to finish well. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith 
who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Um, So this verse really does sum up, you know, my Aunt Livy's life so well. Yes, that verse definitely sums up Livy's life. And, you know, I remember reading that soon after she had passed away and I immediately thought of her just as far as, you know, the things that she had had to go through, but yet she didn't let that um, let that hold her back from running ahead. You know, I think it was just, it was because of her trust and faith in Christ and seeing him for who he was, that she was able to continue on, um, you know, just to continue on running her race. 2012, you know, I wanted to do something just in memory of her. There was a race in November, 2012, a year later in Savannah, Georgia. It was a marathon, half Mm -hmm. marathon. So several family members, some ran the half. And then my cousin and I actually trained and ran for the full marathon. We decided in Livy's honor that we would have t-shirts made that said, live to finish well. And then on the back of our t-shirts, we had Hebrews 12, one through two. Then we rented a house on Tabby Island and stayed there for the weekend. And it was great to spend that weekend just remembering Livy, of course, but also just to be together with family at that year mark of her death. Now looking at it, you know, we've titled this podcast, live to finish well. What does that phrase, what does it mean to you personally? Yeah, so I think back to actually this time last year, Will and I just got married, and um, we got married on March 8th of last year and had no idea what was going to be coming our way, (laughs) but we left on our honeymoon to go to Bali. That was actually a 20, 22, 24-hour plane ride, which actually it wasn't as bad as what we imagined. We were so excited just to, you know, have our first trip as a married couple, Um, so we get to Bali. We have a great few days. We had a great... Yes. Yes. Okay, let me stop you there. If you're not following Haven, it's what, Haven Ball? Haven B. Hall. Yes. Not Ball. See, a year later, and I'm still saying Ball. It's Hall. Um, (laughs) And that's funny. Only had to change one letter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is weird because I never even thought about that as we were dating. Really? I only had to change one letter. It didn't hit me until we were married. Yeah, and it still (laughs) flows. Ball Hall. Yeah. (laughs) So. um, Haven Ball Hall. Yes. So Everybody thinks that's funny. (laughs) It is. Um, But anyway, so if. So yes, back to, sorry, squirrel there, Um, go follow or go look on Haven's page on Instagram. There was a video that you sent us. I don't know. It was the second or third day that you all were there that you sent this video that you'd left the doors open. And what was that thing? Yeah, because it's just normal in Bali. Besides your bedroom door, like that's the only air conditioning that they have is just in your bedroom. The rest of the house... I mean, wherever you are in Bali, the doors are going to be open. That's just normal in that Mm -hmm. culture. So anyways, we were in, um, I was in the bedroom getting ready for dinner that night. And I think Will was out like where the pool area was. And he thought he, he ran into the kitchen. He thought somebody was breaking in. Well, there it's what they call a water monitor, which is pretty water, much water. What? It's a water monitor. Monitor. Okay. Yeah, it's what okay. They call I was it. thinking it was a monster because that's what it looked that's like. That's what we thought, but it's actually a water monitor. <laughs> okay. Um, and it looks like a dragon. Yes. A crawling dragon. But this thing, it was I think five feet, which was pretty large, and it was in our kitchen. Um, it was it, on the cabinet, like in yes, the sink. It broke. It broke dishes. <laughs> Um, and they actually, they're venomous, which is, we found that afterward. We found that out afterwards, but they actually grow to be like eight feet long. 
Yeah. So, so okay. So just go look at Haven's Instagram page. Yeah. Is it in your highlights? Yes, is that it where is. it is under Bali? Yes. Go watch that video. We yeah. have watched that so many times, but yeah. okay. Sorry. Yeah. I was, interrupted. It was so funny. Yeah. It was just funny that Will thought somebody was breaking in. It oh, ended well. Up just being a huge <laughs> water monitor. <laughs> yes. But, um, anyways, so we, you know, we had, had a great time on our honeymoon, but about halfway through, we start getting texts from family and friends saying, Hey, are you guys going to be able to make it back? And I'm like, we're both like, why are people, you know, asking us if we're going to be able to make it back? There's something, you know, called COVID. Apparently it's affecting a lot of people. It's like, you know, it's came into the United States, like things are starting to shut down. And so I was like, Will, do you think we should be worried? And he was like, no, I'm sure it's fine. Like, we just need to enjoy our, our honeymoon. Um, and I was like, but people are worried if yes. we're going to be able to make it out. And I think I remember <laughs> talking to Will's mom and saying, hey, I really haven't said a whole lot to them. And I don't think she had said a whole lot because we were really wanting you all to enjoy your honeymoon and yeah. not worry about it. Right. So at the beginning, we purposely were not saying anything to you. Yeah. Yeah, but so towards the end, we were starting to yes. question. So a lot of people were worried for us, but we ended up, um, we made it out of Bali. We were actually the last flight out of Bali. Um, and then do you remember oh. us telling you about the earthquake? Oh, I remember. Yes. Looking <laughs> like looking it up. I think there's like a six point magnitude earthquake that hit within like an hour from the time your flight yeah. took off. So yes, we were very glad to make it out of Bali. We got back to Atlanta. It was just so crazy because we left the world being one way and we get back and, you know, people are wearing masks and it just, it was so strange um, just to have left one way and coming back to a whole nother world. It changed yes. while we were gone. Like, traffic on the way back from Atlanta to Athens like nobody was on the road we went through Chick-fil-a nobody was in the drive-thru which you know the world's changed yes that's for sure that's um, definitely so so that happened and then we get back and it was like uh I was finishing up school. I had a few months until graduation, so I just began um, praying that God would, you know, put an opportunity in front of me, open some doors for just a job that I would thoroughly enjoy. It was around the end of April or the 1st of May. I felt like he put this job opportunity in front of me, and I was just so excited for the first time. I remember just looking back Mm -hmm. like... I mean, you remember how excited I was. I was like, I think I, yes. I think I have a job and like I'm going to love this. And this is yeah, something so that I've always kind of thought would be cool, but didn't know it really existed. Yes. Um, so and that's just in social media, yeah, right? Social yeah, media so management. Social media management. Yes. Um, so anyways, it was just strange, though, because I, I really did feel like he put that in front of me. But at the same time. You hear a ton of other people, they're losing their jobs. It's the year 2020, COVID has hit. It's changed just the economy. And I felt like God was calling me to start a business. Fast forward, I began just messaging people, potential clients, and it was like all I heard was no for months and months and months. I signed up one client and that was it. So then I started questioning, okay, God, like, am I going to have to go find somewhere else and just do this part-time? Like, if that's the case, that's okay, but just show me that, or am I supposed to, you know, designate all my time to this and something that I feel like you really called me to, called me to do? It was just so discouraging for me because, like, like you even said the first of this podcast, it was like you felt like God called you to something, but then it wasn't going anywhere, so then you start you know, those feelings of disappointment and just questioning God, like, is this really 
what you have for me? Yeah. Or, did, or is this something I came up with? Right. And I'm sure even more so because, you know, here you are newly, newly married and Will mm-hmm. has his job. So he's bringing home an income. So then just that whole. Yeah. Thing. Not feeling like a team, you know. Yeah. Um, like you were, you know. I wasn't helping out any um, right so that was but just, so and and i will have to say i mean he was great about yeah. saying you know if this is what you feel like god has led you to do then just keep on pursuing it yeah you know yeah. when i saw that and what a testimony that is is that you know you didn't give up just run after you kept it, on keep, keep going yes yeah. and so that's that's what i did um but it was also hard because here we are first year of marriage and, you know, people are asking, you know, how are you doing? And I always said, you know, I'm doing good because I figured that they would, if I said I wasn't okay, then they would equate that to, oh, well, marriage isn't. Just mentally, it wasn't marriage that was hard. Marriage was going so well, and it, it really has been. That's been such a blessing. Um, but as far as just mentally and just this, you know, feel like this job opportunity, it wasn't going anywhere. So that was... That was very discouraging, and then fast forward to really December, um, you guys started planning our family vacation um, to Montana. Do you mm-hmm. want to tell them a little bit about that? <laughs> yes, and we can talk maybe more about it in another podcast. But we go on a trip the week after Christmas, mm-hmm. and then that's when we'll spend Christmas together. Yeah. So that was, we made a lot of memories in Montana. Yes, it was yes, a lot of fun spending yes. time with family. But back to what, you know, as far as, I remember you telling me something before we left, like how you were going to enjoy that trip. Yeah. I just, I said I was going to enjoy the trip, not think about the whole, you know, job situation. But when I get back, I've got to, you know, probably find something else because what I was doing, it didn't seem to be working. And I was just so tired of, you know, trying and trying and trying, putting myself out there. And all I heard was no. And I was, I was just sick and tired of it. I was fed up with it. And then I remember even one night, um, I guess it was before New Year's, but we were all around the dinner table and it was either you or Bree, but y'all asked me as far as, you know, New Year's resolution, what mine was. And I said, I don't have one, but I remember thinking, no way will I make a New Year's resolution because I feel like I have made so many plans for the year 2020 and none of them really have went my way. So I'm not about to make another one. That was just, I was in a low state of mind. So we came home and um, from the trip, I just remember praying and just, there would be so many days where I would just, (laughs) I would have tears in my eyes. I would be so upset just asking God, like, what is your plan for me? If this is not something I'm supposed to do, if I kind of, if I just came up with this idea, show me that, close this door and allow another one to open because this is just becoming really discouraging. Um, and so I prayed about it for a few weeks and then fast forward to February. It's just honestly a big month and finally started signing up clients, multiple clients. Um, and so it was just so exciting. And then Obviously, I was so thankful for that, but then I began to just look back at the year of 2020, just like, okay, God, but why couldn't it happen? You know, why couldn't have this happened a little bit sooner? Um, And I really just felt like He was preparing me, if anything, and showing me, teaching me a lot of different lessons, but one, just being contentment and just finding my joy through Him and Him alone. Because I feel like if I would have signed up all these new clients, be like, okay, I'm starting this business, and then all these clients came, I feel like it would have been more of, I did this, you know? And in February, it was not, I did this. It was, okay, God, I have been praying for such a long time, and 
I know you're the you're the only person that could have pulled this off. Well, and, that and just so, you know, as a mom watching you go through that period of just being so discouraged and so close to giving up, but that you continued for one, you know, just I'm proud of you as a mom, just that you continued to even when you were on like on the days that you were so discouraged, like this is not maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do. And you're questioning that that I think deep down you knew that it was. So you kept on pushing forward, you know, and, and trying, um, and just continue to reach out and cry out to God, you Mm -hmm. know, to let him just ask him, show me, show me this. Yeah. Cause I mean, I knew deep down, like he had a plan, whether it was that or something else. I knew that it was all in his hands. Oh yeah. And oh my goodness. And you can buy this honestly too, but you know, when you're so, um, you knew that was what you were supposed to do. But then how many times do we get so down that we say, well, this is not going to work out. So I might as well just go do this. And it's something like so crazy that (laughs) it's not anything that you even would want to do, but yet you're just like, well, I might as well just just, do this. I might as well do this. So yeah, you were definitely at that point. Um, But but it was, you know, like you said, it just shows where, again, just like with this whole podcast, that thought that came to my mind in 2019, but he didn't bring it to fruition until the end of almost 2020, so a year mm-hmm. later. And yeah. just like with you, he gave you that thought, that desire, um, you know, that because you you are very good at social media management. And so he put that thought and that desire to do that. But yet it did not come to full fruition until February, really. Yeah. But look at how much. And I feel like even looking back, it's like for me, I, you know, I did feel like God called me that called me to that. But just like you, it was like I began making all the details and Mm, like creating all those details. And, you know, they don't look exactly like I thought they would. They look a lot different, actually. So, Haven, (laughs) yeah, that's such a good point because. I know you had a list of all your clients, of all who you thought would be your clients in May or June. Or just even like my niche, who I wanted to reach out to and the businesses that I wanted. And that's not who I'm. No. So now look at it. Fast forward now. And the clients that reached out to you in February, are those Mm -hmm. the people that were even on your radar at any point last year? No, not at all. So, yeah. So it's just amazing. evidence of God's grace and just his timing for sure again. Yes. Um, And how many times we worry and we shouldn't because he's working all the details out and we, he doesn't need us to do that. (laughs) So as far as that question, what does live to finish well mean for me? I would say just looking back at the year of 2020, I think God honors the fact that I did just keep going, you know, and yeah, there were tears and, you know, heartache, but I do think, um, God just honors that I put one foot in front of the other and I kept on going and I didn't give up. Um, I think so many of us think, It has to be, the journey has to be a sprint and it has to be perfect, but that's not what God calls us to. He just calls us to keep going and to put one foot in front of the other. Um, And another thing is, um, I just want to encourage you guys. I'm so thankful looking back at 2020 that I journaled because, you know, it's going to be such a testimony to go back and look at those. I mean, just, (laughs) I probably had tears on some of those pages, but just the fact I was so Um, just questioning his plan for my life. Um, But yet at the end of every one, I just 
our, you know, I remember writing, God, I trust you and I know it's going, whatever this looks like, it's going to be better than what I could have imagined. And I, and I trust that. Um, so I am thankful that I did journal through that time and even up to February when I did begin to, you know, get clients. So I just encourage you guys to journal, but also just to lean on him and trust his plan for your life because he is doing something more, um, more just better than what you could have ever imagined. Yeah. And that's awesome, Haven, just that you ended your, you know, your journal entry. And I think that sums it up as far as finish, finish well is, you know, putting your faith and trust in him. And that's what, that's what he wants us to do. You know, even whenever we didn't see the plan or it wasn't working out the way that we thought it should, we still trusted him and his plan over ours. Yeah, for sure. So mom, what does live to finish well mean for you? Well, do you want what it meant to me a month ago or just over the past couple of weeks? Uh, let's hear both. Okay. So <laughs> a couple, about a month ago, as we, you know, we had already decided on the name. I think I came back to you, if you remember, and I was like, are you sure mm-hmm. you want to name it Live to Finish yes, Well? Yes, Mom. I think that's very fitting. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, you know, and I was, I was excited about it whenever we first originally talked about that name and decided on it. You know, I think I started having doubts about calling the podcast Live to Finish Well, because I don't know about you, but in 2020, I tried to get things started, but I don't know that I finished much of anything at all. It's like, okay, God, seriously, you know, here I am and people that know me again, and I'm really, this is something that I really have tried to work on, Mm -hmm. but I have all these ideas and I can start a lot of things, but then finishing them is very hard. So, um, Anyway, I thought, here I am, I'm going to do a podcast, and it's called Live to Finish Well, and I have the hardest time finishing things. So, um, like I said, God's sense of humor, you know, once I'm again. Sure you were just kind of thinking, okay, yeah. this is supposed to be a podcast to encourage other people, but how am I supposed to do that yeah, when whenever. I struggle? With, exactly, you know? exactly. And God does work that way. For That's sure. a whole nother podcast. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, I just started questioning that, and in God's kindness, it was a couple of weeks ago that he just gave me this vision of what does that verse mean to, and how do I apply that to my own life? And it goes for everybody's life. It's mm-hmm. just that I wasn't seeing the verse for really what what he means for it to be. And yeah. that, you know, he gave me a vision of that race that we ran in 2012 at, in memory of my sister. There were several of us. My cousin and I, we were training for the full marathon you know, I had ran a half marathon, 5Ks, 10Ks. So I'd been, you know, that I was used to that mileage, which was anywhere from, you know, eight to 10 miles, I was comfortable running. But, you know, extending that now to do a full marathon, what we would, we would run our short runs. She lives about two and a half hours for me. So we would run, do our shorter runs during the week on our own. And then on the weekends, we would meet in Chattanooga and run at the Riverwalk. Um, run downtown and do like our 15 to 21 mile runs. But here's the thing. Every time that I would go and try to run that, that distance, I would end up sick the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Do you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was crazy because I would do everything. I would hydrate, take water with me. We would have Gatorade. I would have the the little gummies that you can chew. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many things that you can take when you're running. So I had all the things, doing all the right things, um, but yet I would still end up really sick. And whenever I say really sick, like I had no energy, thought I was going to throw up. It was just, it was awful. You can imagine the day of the race 
So, you know, I'd said at the beginning of the podcast, my family, we had all got together. We went and we went and rented a beach house in Tybee because the race was going to take place in Savannah. You know, I thought, okay, y'all are going to have to take me back to the house in Tybee and I'll be out for the rest of the day. I will not be doing anything because I'll be in bed. Um, But, you know, the day of the race came and we ran it. And yes, there were some times that it was hard. You know, I think I remember that 18 mile point. Um. 21, 22, 23, I think anything past 21 was hard, but um, it was just like my legs were so heavy just to pick them up and go that next step was hard. I finished and I wasn't sick. I felt actually, I felt great. So much better than any other time that we had, that I had ran anything over 15 miles. And so I was able to eat, you know, fruit and all these things that they had available. Whereas before yeah. when you were training, there's no way. No, I couldn't eat anything. And so the vision, you know, that God gave me is that it's not, and I think you referenced this too earlier when you were talking about it. You know, I was looking at finishing well means you've got to do A, B, C, D, all of these things, you know, to get to Z. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's all got to look this certain way and perfect. But what God showed me is in the same way with that race, you know, I was doing all the right things, but it was messy. You know, it was a messy season. And the same thing with that verse in Hebrews, you know, he doesn't say, hey, you have to be perfect. Because if we were, then what would be, what would have been the purpose of his son dying on the cross for yeah, our sins? It would have been pointless. Exactly. So it is about starting, but then having that faith, like what you had said earlier, Mm -hmm. you know, putting your faith and trust in Christ and just continue going, even through the messy times and trusting him through that. Mm -hmm. So he totally just gave me, you know, peace that that, that, that name, that that applied to me as well in that verse. And it applies to all of us. So, you know, if you're listening, just I pray that you're encouraged to know that, You know, you may be in the middle of a messy season, but if it's something you've been called to do, then, or just life, you're just living life. You know, you look and think, how can I finish this? I want to give up. I want to quit. That that's not what God wants us to do. He wants us to put our trust and faith and trust him, lean on him to get us through those times. Mm -hmm. And that by doing that, that's finishing well. Yeah. And I love the verse and I'll read it. But in Philippians 1, 6, it says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. Again, for tuning in. We hope that you were encouraged today, and we also want to invite you to go follow our Instagram page. It is at Live to Finish Well Podcast. You can find our link to go listen to the podcast. We'll also keep you updated on our new releases. Thank you guys again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.